Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Please welcome to the stage your host, Vince Layton! Hello! Oh, look, I'm back for this time. That's not always true. It thinks that I run. Um, are we well? Yes. yes! Amazing! I can't see any of you, but um, I assume you're fine. You've seen that. Um, yeah, um, welcome to the Comedy Arcade Podcast live. Side. I had to laugh it off because the passengers were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we were 
And um, then the rain started, and um, joggers were laughing at me. Because I was wearing my Zara dress. I waited two years to wear it, so everybody else had finished. My Zara dress. <laughs> that goes transparent in water. Did you know? I don't know. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was wearing this little bralette, and I was like, oh, it's a shame that people, more people don't get to see it. I didn't mean all people. <laughs> You're rocking it very well. I rolled up into the hairdressers. A mum-shaped woman came at me, stripped it off me. She was very efficient and reminded me of my mum. She's like, come in this toilet with me. I was like, all right. And stripped it off me. I had to sit in my bra and pants and three capes, fashioned some sort of project one runway shit. Um, yeah, that was great. That was, that, was really, that was a great moment. And then they blow dry my hair. I didn't like it. I looked like a weather girl from the 80s. And then it rained again. So, so I've had a great taste of pizza. Let's invite the next guest to the set. It is the marvellous first of the two vegan idiots tonight. It is Julian Dean. Did you have a blow dry as well? I did. No, I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> How can your hair so good? It just, it just is. <laughs> it's wow. This is a practice for the question. You're going to need to give me more than that. Oh, great. Uh, but, <laughs> alright, let's, do you know what, let's, let's keep that energy up. Uh, <laughs> the other vegan idiot, it's brilliant. Well done, Lee. Hi. Hi. I don't know why I laughed when I said the word hi. <laughs> Say it again. So I don't know what they say. Hi. So what? I don't know what you say. Hello. Hello guy. And I said hi for some reason. Then when he caught me off guard. You see more of a hey kind of guy. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I'm a hey. I'm a hey or a hello. So hi. Apologies. We're gonna have an hour. And you Especially from Essex, the illuminous magical Jordan Gray, everybody. Hello, you lovely bitch. So for the people that haven't listened to the podcast, I mean, where have you been? Um, don't identify yourself since we'd have to talk and we haven't got time. Um, the way it is played is I've got a load of random topics in this ball that normally, if I was allowed to do it, I'd draw at random. As it is, we've got the list, don't tell anyone. And um, I will put them to the guests. The guests will give me a story, an anecdote, an interpretive dance, whatever they feel. And I will score them based on what I like the best. Because that's what you get to do when you make your own show. So, <laughs> if you say anything sassy or offensive to me, it may be seen in the fight, is what I'm saying. Well, we um, are sassy. You can be sassy, sassy and offensive to each other. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's hard. I, I might enjoy that. Beautiful, you know, you know, that's why I might get the points already. <laughs> yeah, my barrier between You're not absorbing some of the compliments. Is it teams or is it individuals? It's individuals. It's individuals. <laughs> <laughs> you got that sequestered to be on your team, George. Oh, it's a good team. Oh, it's all kicking off. I didn't know if it was going to be the way it was seated and the fact we do a podcast together. I thought it was going to be teams. You want to be on my team? No, I was hoping to be <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear what he came on stage with? <laughs> I've heard all of Julian's stories about 25 times. <laughs> Three second long story. I'm in it for myself. Let's get these 
<laughs> With that in mind, let's roll the board so it makes a nice sound and it makes us feel authoritative. There we go. Category number one. Messages you shouldn't have sent. Wow. <laughs> We've all been there when we haven't been drunk, right? I don't know, Sakisa, this is the game you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> sure. I'll to the comedian and TV personality Joe Wilkinson. Uh, after a gig we'd done together, I went mates. Uh, I texted uh, my ex-wife. We weren't ex at the time, we were still very much... White? White. <laughs> and, um, and she said, how was the gig? And Joe had absolutely died. <laughs> like, um, he's got, he had one of the best, like, Joe looks, and if you've never seen him live, he's, uh, he, he's, as he's, his profile has risen now, his consistency is obviously better because people know him and they're going to see know what they're getting in for. In the old days when I knew him, his hit rate was literally smash the gig, die such a death, nothing in between. So he had a bad rough gig, and she, my ex-wife texted me and she said, how, how was the gig? And I went, yeah, I had a really nice time. Joe fucking died. Thank the room out. And then I sent it to Joe. That was a bit of fun. Do you know what? It's this is the, this is one of the you know times when you send something that makes you go cold, and you're like, well, obviously the only option is to kill myself. Uh, I, I I was I just couldn't sort of live it. I didn't even I didn't even like message him or text him or call him. Didn't you try and dig your way out of it? Well, I lucked out. This is the most. This is again probably a testament to Joe's uh, lack of admin skills. Um, I went over to the. It was in Edinburgh. I went over to the. Brooks Bar, I think it was, uh, which is like one of the late night performer bars. Joe was there, and this was probably 30 minutes after the incident, and I saw him and I was like, fuck. Oh, oh my God. God. And, you know, he, he wasn't looking at me, and instantly I was like, well, obviously he's not looking at me, he doesn't talk to me anymore, does he? <laughs> and then I just, I just thought, I'm just going to go and head out of him and just say, I'm sorry. It was, I was replying to, you know, uh, at, at least... Your agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, texting Steve Bennett with um, But I went over and I sort of went, mate, have you read that text? And he went, what text? And I went, what? And then he goes, no, I haven't checked. He got his phone out. He got his phone out and said one text. Uh, he had like an old Nokia at the time. And I went, that's from me. Uh, can I delete it before you read it? And he said, why? And I lied. And said it's a sext. <laughs> <laughs> I said I've accidentally sexted you. That was meant for someone else. Uh, so what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 he went all right. Yeah. It's a divorce. I know, but I um, and then he let me delete it from the phone. Oh, so I got away with it. Got away with it. Victimless crime. I didn't hear the podcast. Yeah. I'll send him the episode. This is being recorded. Uh, 
you reach the semi-finals, and, and by the quarterfinals, it's live. So before that, it's all pre-recorded the, the November before, but now it's live on TV. And by that point, we all love each other. There's no real competition. That's all manufactured. So Mark Cove... It's got to be a little bit, though, right? You've got to want to win. You still want to win, but you sort of know someone's going to win anyway. I knew exactly. It's a piece of space. She doesn't need you. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan should have been in the final. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Who was your mentor? Paloma Faith. Uh, I've seen her uh, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Can we have get... any question that, where that story can be relevant? Yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a very, it's a very innocent thing. We did a burlesque gig together when, back before she was you, the famous. You should have left with that. She was doing before she sort of became a big famous singer. We just shared a dressing room and we were having a chat and she just started getting changed in front of me. She was so just, all right, yeah, she's just chatting to me. Yeah, so where are you from? And we were like, boots out. And I'm just going, she's lovely. The front she's lovely. So, it's got lovely boobs. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, go so on. it's live. Um, yeah. And Blum and Faith got our tits out. <laughs> um, uh, my fellow contestant, uh, Jolan, was performing and he was probably smashing uh, Prince's Purple Rain. It's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever, ever seen. So we're live on TV. So what you're, I'm looking at is going out live. And I've texted him because we're in the corner of the room. This thing called Marvin's Corner. All <laughs> the contestants hang out. Like, it's really sweet. And we're, we're there, and I, t- I thought I'll text him, and he'll get that after the performance, and he'll go, ah, oh, Jordan enjoyed that very much. So I'll text him. And then suddenly my Twitter blows up with a load of people saying, Jordan can't even be bothered to watch her fellow contestant. She's on her phone. Because the camera all turns me. And I'm sending my text to say he's amazing. I'm going, you're so amazing. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Jordan can't be bothered to watch. Oh, no. I think that's what I lost. Oh, yeah. no, I can understand now why the Twitter hate them. For that, that the cameras that BBC. Don't ever compliment anyone ever. I get a lot of dip hits. <laughs> I can show you you've got a whole wall. Okay. You never sent me the dick pic to one person. Here, that's the thing. No, you just said it to all your friends. Um, <laughs> but I was on a dating app a couple of years ago and I matched up with this person and we were having nice banter and stuff like that. And they were, and they, they, I didn't ask for it, but they sent me a dip pic. And it turns out, after having a further conversation, that this person ended up being my cousin. Oh, 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 oh. Did you, you recognise from the day? Well, it was kind of awkward at my grand's 60th. <laughs> 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 
Well, how, do you, how do you respond to a, an anesthetist? Oh, I literally ghosted him. Um, <laughs> ghost, ghosted the way that you do it. Because we're not, we not, we not really close with my family, apart from one cousin that's not that cousin, obviously. Um, <laughs> so I literally was like talking to my cousin that I'm very close to, and I sent her the picture of the guy, not the dick pic, the guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> And she went, you do know that's Luke, right? And I went, what? 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 Uncle Trevor's Luke? And she went, yeah, that's Luke. And the funny thing is, me and Luke, the reason why we got on really well on the dating app is because me and this guy are like five days apart. So we had to play Santa. Yeah. But people have sent me shit, I will say this. I have one message that I want, right? So. So I worked, I worked notoriously working at a venue in Stockwell and um, one of the regulars came up to me at the bar, he's been going in there for years and he has got a missus, got two kids as well and one day he decided he was going to Instagram me and sent me a message and was like, oh if you was to, if I was to tell you that I fancied you would, and wanted to get with you, would you tell my missus? And I was yeah, like, he risked it all. Did you say you risked it all? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a revelation. <laughs> yeah, if you said yes, you'd be like, well, no, I'm talking about French. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a revelation, but I don't deal with anyone. I don't do that kind of cheating for that. And he was like, well, so you'll never get with anyone who's with someone. I was like, sadly, but it's not my thing. And he went, not even if you kept it a secret and I ate your pussy like it was like a starving monkey. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> 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 we don't want the rats 
received one via Twitter, and it was somebody that, because I'm always selling tickets to things, you know, you're here because I'm tweeting about this a hundred times. Um, so he's like, hi, how are you? And I was like, oh, a fan, right? Um, and I was like, oh, great, how are you? And he just sent me a picture of himself naked. And I was like, I mean, he did answer the question, I'll tell you how he was, correct. <laughs> he was very excited by the conversation. But I replied back and said, does this ever work? And then he blocked me. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> well, it It is a wedgie that is so aggressive that you rip the pants and you can like hook them on your shoulders like a strong man. Yeah. I googled it. I'm a <laughs> People have got some weird fetishes that you can like make Monetize. money out. Yeah, make money out of. Someone told me the other day how a friend of his, a black woman, is basically uh, whipping white men in reparation. And <laughs> <laughs> making money out of it. Like she's like. What is the hourly right? We love it. So this has become all of our mental waste of space. We all know that. Has anyone got an actual one though? I still feel loads of skin. I forgot. I might. still waste of mental space. I forgot that this is what you do. I still do lots of things that I used to do as a, as a gentleman, surprise, um, that are pointless now. Like, it's not very late, right? It's a silly little thing, but to sort of <laughs> talk your cat to someone. <laughs> I was asked, like, oh, nice to see you. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> it's like, like, last week, you were like, you wanted to carry my bag so much, you basically wrestled it off me. And I was like, we're ladies, we don't need to do this. Wait for someone else to open the door for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we wait. Yeah. That's what we do. We get very few perks. I'm like, learning. I'm learning. <laughs> 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 and what a day we're having. Right, I'm going to get on the ball again. Because I need to collect my thoughts. Um, <laughs> it's a nice thing, isn't it? Right, embarrassing injuries. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> you just got to keep sensing the drama. I get awkward when it's silent. I've got one. You get the point for that. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So, uh, I do burnout as well. Um, and when I first started, I um, didn't know about the mediums of like tassels and stuff like how they really work. And I ended up. <laughs> you okay? I just can't wait for the rest of it. <laughs> you just don't know where it's going to go with you. No. <laughs> Not my cousin again, don't worry. <laughs> I ended up putting um, Gorilla Glue on an empty castle. Oh, 
and these are my areolas, because I've got big areolas. Um, this is not anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is they ripped off with it. Um, so, yeah, that was painful. But they remained fixed for the time they needed. Oh yeah, they were. Well, thank you. Well, learn a lesson uh, with that. How long did that take to heal? Oh, a very long time. <laughs> I didn't even realize for like another five months after that. Um, but now we make money out of it. Hey. Uh, so. It's like when runners are like talking about running. And they're all excited and they say it's amazing. And they're like, yeah, you've got to put Vaseline on your nipples because they change and like you feed food. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with runners? Who <laughs> are you? Like, I don't want to do anything where your nipples bleed and you have to put Vaseline on them. I don't understand running. <laughs> Someone explain it to me. Um, anyway, who else has got an embarrassing injury? You don't have to do it now. Treat me later. I don't know if this counts as an injury. Because it's sort of not physically, it's basically it's like alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and it was the location of the, when it, when it became apparent, was quite embarrassing. Okay. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I went on an, an A-level art trip to Barcelona. And, uh, and you know, it's, I was already into my booze, but there you could just drink the legally. Spain, isn't it? You're 16, coming to the pub, you fucking idiots. <laughs> and um, me and my friends went. Just bananas, do you know what I mean? We were sort of just set free, and uh, on the last night of the trip, we went to a bar and we just we drank so many tequila slammers, and then uh, we were drinking beers and stuff as well. We were like 17, with our capacity was not ready for this. On the way back to our sort of horrible hotel we were staying in, me and my friend Neil Rock bought a bottle of tequila between us. What's his real name? Poor name, we're not even seen in 20 years. There you go, shout out to Neil Rock. He's an excellent guitarist, just as a side note. But um, we got a bottle of tequila, a few people got other drinks, we went back to our hotel and it's like one in the morning. Me and him split a bottle of tequila, neat, we just like shot, boom, shot. And we did the whole bottle and we fell asleep about 3am. I mean, got woken up at 6am by the teachers, physically dragging us out of bed, going like, you know, we've got a flight to get. So we were all just like, you know, paralytic getting on a plane. I got on a plane and we all got split up because we got there late. And um, I used to do a bit of stand-up about this experience because it was like horrific. But I, I sat next to two Spanish ladies who were just, I think they were just flying to London for like a lovely little mini break. <laughs> and they had to sit next to a drunk 17-year-old boy. And I, I honestly, I fell asleep, like the moment the plane took off, I fell asleep next to them. My arm I, was on the armrest, and for listeners, my left arm was on the armrest, I was on the aisle seat, and my hand had sort of folded under my mouth, my back, <laughs> passed out. I didn't realise in my sleep, I vomited. Oh! Um, I vomited. I, I, this, I, this was alcohol poisoning for about four days. I was bedridden and it was disgusting, but I vomited down my sleep. Right? <laughs> so when I woke up about an hour into the flight, I woke up and just looked, and these poor women were just eyes straight ahead. Like, you know, they didn't even look at me. They'd, just, they'd been through something in an hour that I would never experience. <laughs> so I was so out of it. And then I came to, and I was still just rotten. I was like, I'm going to get this in. And then I, really, I looked down, and basically I had this arm full. My sleeve was full of sick. 
So I had to walk down the aisle of a plane, like holding my arm upright. And I had to, like, I was walking past the scattered crowd of planes with everyone else just fucking watching. And they just watched me walk down the aisle like that. And then I'd go to a toilet and pour it out. And then, yeah, it was disgusting. And then I just, I just got so sick, and I was like, I was sweating in the chair and everything. It was like, and it was just the way. It's, it's really, it's embarrassing as well as the fact. But you know, when you're at that level of hungover, where the embarrassment doesn't kick in until it's gone. You know what I mean? Oh, it's bad. It's really young though. Yeah, I know, but still. You know, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny then, isn't it? But then when now I just think, oh man, and two people were like, that's ruined the start of their holiday. We're still talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> we are definitely from a bad place. I was exactly what the they thought the English were. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was, I, I now look back with embarrassment, not at the time of them. Last, last, last. Now I've got an actual sense of decency. Yeah, no. I was sticking a bump up on the Gibraltar High Street a couple of years ago after a family wedding. So, um, yeah, see? And I got even embarrassed about that. I just thought we were in front of people. Oh, it was a terrible day. It was so cheap there, though. Gibraltar's tax free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lovely time. You could just walk onto the plane as well, basically. You could see the plane, you just walk on. I was like, I'm sorry, like, I, I can't get on with I'm going to die. Um, I did die, I made it. I have no regrets. I'm sorry I spoiled those people's breakfasts. Uh, I was like, I've got to be sick race. And he's like, my husband race. He's like, I've got to be sick race. And he's like, what? You can't. Because we're on the public high street. I was like, I'll watch me now. And he did. He did watch me. Oh. Everyone watched me. Oh. <laughs> I kept going down what I thought were alleyways. They were just full of people. <laughs> so but yeah, anyway, that's that's me. I don't get any points for that. Just shame. Um, what are we talking about? Embarrassing injuries. Do you, do you have embarrassing injuries? Physical injuries. Whatever. Psychological? Well, <laughs> the ego, when bruised, is very painful. <laughs> to tenuously connected to something. <laughs> Alright, who bruised? Who hurt you? <sighs> who do I need to fuck up? I'm not very sad about the rude people. <laughs> well, don't you know, I'm sort of the voice. On their stupid moving chairs, he'd just drop kick them. Um, before before I'd done voice, I'd done ten years in music and I toured and recorded under the stage name Tall Dark Friend. Right, that's like my Twitter handle now. It's a hanger, Tall Dark Friend. I don't know what it means. I didn't know then, I don't know now. It was supposed to be like Tall Dark Stranger, like you will meet a tall dark stranger, but your friend. It's really easily not heard properly by people on the phone or in ticket form or in poster form. It's very often misprinted. So I'd show up and it's like, tonight, tall dark forest. Tallman or something. South MC front, back of the bands, 2008, 2010 or something like that. And it was my big shot because it was like the biggest gig I've ever done and it was the final and it's just me as one person tall dark friend versus this band can't remember what happened it's stupid where are uh, you now putting exactly. your voice um, so I'm waiting in the wings and it's, the, it's like my biggest moment and the compare approached the front of the stage and I'm watching it and she just clearly hadn't read it oh. and she just goes <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to the stage long tall black man <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> it's my job to justify this. I can't 
I, I can't really explain it. Like a lot of rich people wanting to relive the Victorian freak show in like <laughs> modern terms. So we get paid people like myself. Um, I suppose what I'm to them the equivalent of the bearded woman. Right. So they pay a lot of money to show up and just do my thing. And I'm there on stage. It's Christmas. That's a big part of it. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm on stage with this wonderful gentleman called Dave, who's a little person, which I believe is the right term. He's a little person. Well, he was a little person. Um, and he, so it's, he's dressed as Santa Claus. It's not much money. Um, he, he's just a Santa Claus, which I think he thought gave him license to come up on the stage at any moment during anyone's performance because it's Christmas. So he's like, oh, yes, and it's like, no, I'm in the middle of my bit. Right? Um, and I was, I was closing and I'm on the keyboard and I performed a Fairy Tale of New York, best song, nice. ever, like, best Christmas song ever, amazing song, that. Left out the door, yeah, obviously. Um, and uh, <laughs> as it's a one up, my mate, right, Santa, I get nude. Occasionally I get nude if I really think it's like necessary. <laughs> so I'm nude and I'm on stage and I'm playing the piano and it's very tired of New York. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and there he's doing his thing and I've, I've done like um, an arpeggio up the keyboard so to see. Do, 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 and I just whip it and I'll hit my top C. <laughs> 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 so I did that and it, it goes down the storm. <laughs> But at that exact moment, I've got him here, and he's at exact line line. And that, all the competition went out of the room, because we looked at each other in that moment, it's like, who is the one that's being exploited here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this the Victorian, it's the bearded lady and the half man, and we're there dancing our jig to like all these rich people. And it is just like in your, or in your mind, because of your socks? Nobody sees them, do they? You wear them on Christmas in your house for the people that bought them for you, so they don't really see them. <laughs> 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 so, I think about Dave every day. Yeah. What did you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> did you not hear about <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. As you can tell by everything about me, I love an awkward moment and that kind of moment. Julian, have you got a most moment? <laughs> um, so I've had no stories, by the way. I'm thinking about ADHD. I find it hard to like tell a story, but um, <laughs> so that's that one. That's a funny symptom for ADHD. I don't know if that's. Oh, because you get like deviated, or like keep it to the end. Yeah. Sorry, you've added powerful value. I've enjoyed being next to you. Oh, that's nice of you. Am I losing? Oh, so much. My most competitive moment, I think, was when I did my kids' sports day. Um, Like. Uh, is it 10 points competitive? Because I might get you back in again. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, that was it. You have to do parents race, don't you, on a sports day? And I didn't know that until the last minute. And I won it, right? So the next year I'm fucking training. <laughs> I'm fucking on the running machine, I'm squatting, I'm deadlifting. 
anyway, and um, I went out to like this beet juice. I was Googling like what athletes had like, beetroot juice, but I had some of that. And I went along, and um, but they had one of the kids' older brothers, he was 18, about 6'2, was running. And um, yeah, he, he won. So that's that. But I was so, I was so, I, had, I really wanted to. Well, he was also a ringer, you shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, he was a ringer, yeah. And there was another guy there as well, like in all like, like for stretching and stuff. But um, I came second, yeah, so. But uh, yeah, that was that. Were you the, I missed, were you the kids or the parents? I was the parents! <laughs> <laughs> When I won that first year, I was so pleased because yeah. my daughter, but she was she didn't even watch, she didn't even see it. All of her mates saw it, and um, yeah, but uh, and but then it's over, like they don't give the parents any awards. <laughs> <laughs> I won it. Yeah, I think smashed, pushed their mums out of the way. <laughs> That was probably my, that was my most competitive thing I wanted to win, though. Yeah. Oh, Apart from this. <laughs> Did you say you only came second? I actually came third, but oh. the ringer came third. <laughs> and the ringer was so far ahead, he, he wasn't even in it. Like, he just oh, fucking... That's not how races work. <laughs> I think I want to go so far as you can disqualify. It's too far. <laughs> it's you look like a royal test, mate. Takisa, most competitive moment? Uh, I entered a cabaret competition in 2018 and um, I really wanted to win because the year before I entered, I didn't even get through the first team. I really wanted to win. I was like, pumped myself up, trained. <laughs> for it, deadlifted, <laughs> all of that to train for the next year. And my act involves me having an umbrella to new, and it's all it's all dancing to no more cheers. Um, I do not sound like Barbra Streisand. And literally, um, what happened was so there was a front row, and they were all drinking prosecco because that's what we did cabaret drink prosecco. And I and I would normally slide the umbrella. Uh, on the stage, so it can just come off the stage and curl up in the rest of that. But what had happened was I slid the umbrella on the stage and it continued going and then came off the stage and whacked someone in the stomach. <laughs> 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 How much money did you provide that? Yeah, I don't know what happened. It literally whacked her in the stomach, but also like ruined the whole prosecco. <laughs> 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 that was happening. <laughs> Um, but I won the heat, so yeah. And then won the whole competition. Yeah. Yeah. Such a lovely irony is that story that an umbrella just made a lot of people wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was something, and they got up and I broke through that, and they got up and you can see, I've got the minute, you can see on my face, I literally go, fuck it, and then carry on. <laughs> Um, I don't, I'm not a very competitive person. I'm very um, sort of zen-like. Um, I've been involved. I've been around competitive things. I've been painful. I've been on stag dudes, and it's so you've got to go painful in, in Latvia for some reason. It's had safety done the fly. Yeah, I, I, I know, that's, actually, that's actually very true. I went uh, generally did. I did go paintballing in Estonia on a French stag dude, and it was just it was the the health and safety regulations was almost non-existent um, to the point where 
uh, like with Bemiyat Africa, did two games with Athletic teams, and they were like, right, you've got to defend the top of the hill of the fort. Are you in an actual war? <laughs> <laughs> you've got to invade you but you know, and the other team had to attack the hills. It's very hard, apparently, from high ground. I don't know anything about warfare, so you can tell that from me. But um, so the first round, we had we sort of uh, we had to attack the hill, and we just were messing around. My mate Paul is a bit of a psychopath. He's one of them guys who pulled out a knife. Well, no, he's one of those. He's like an IT guy in the city, and he's just a North South London bloke, totally normal life, but. Has just basically read every Andy McNabb book <laughs> and played too much Rainbow Six. <laughs> so he was like, he just disappeared at one point. We were trying to attack the hill and he just disappeared. We were like, what's Paul got home or something? And then all we heard, all we heard from like the fort at the top was like, ugh, 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 ugh. Paul literally walked about 15 minutes around the hill, come up the back of them and just snuck in like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Oh, like war star, we were just pissed and laughing. But when we had to defend the, the thing, this is like it blew our minds. It's like this would never happen in any country that has any health and safety legislation. We're waiting for them to come up the hill, and like look, the way we did it, like they were waiting, and then they saw us come walking around the corner and run by trees. We were just waiting for them to come around, and we just had like, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Just um, this uh, big uh, Ford Transit van that had been sitting by the bit where we got our, like, you know, don't shoot each other in the eyes, right? That's, uh, <laughs> we got that chat. That was it. That was the chat. Yeah. No, you cannot sue us. Um, and then right, there was this transit van that we just thought was not, it was fucked, it was beaten to shit. We just thought it was just a bit of scrap. But that came skidding around the corner. The with my big wrench driving <laughs> it. And three or five of my mates hanging out the side. Like, <laughs> And apparently, when they were, they were like getting ready, and we were told to walk up the hill, my mate Rick said to the guy, Can we, can we just drive that? Monet is gone! Never been asked it before. I went, Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> and you just chucked in the keys and got a very That's brilliant. But, um... I can't believe I mentioned I want to be on that stack. <laughs> <laughs> that is all we've got time for. I'm oh, afraid. Oh, We're done. Oh, I know. So, thank you all for coming. I'm going to take the literal seconds to catch up the scores and you quickly can tell everybody where you can find you if you want to see more. No. George and Gray, where can people see more of you apart from a, a Christmas Victorian creature? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on the old social media, it's popular nowadays, ain't it? At Tall Dark Friend, don't ever mention that again. <laughs> Told our friends and hard check out the Love show. Love to black man. <laughs> <laughs> Do try being as well, because the internet's a wonderful place. <laughs> I won't be there. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Sit in the lights of the Quakes and Um You can find me at Twix Comedy on Instagram, Twix Comedy like the chocolate. Um, but you can also find me here on Tuesday at 9 o'clock doing my working progress show. Yes, I'm so excited. Come on, come Julian, where can people find you? Um, Beth Milgrain tonight. Back <laughs> Any minute now. Um. Sharon Uber. Who <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving. Um. I'm cold. Uh, where, 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 where are you going tonight? Are you back here on comedy as well? I'm doing, doing about 17 I'm doing, gigs. I'm doing a few gigs. 
I'm doing a double shirts up secret and then two comedy carnival gigs. So four gigs. So if you like this, you've got a hell of a night ahead of you. That's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, find our podcast is called TBI and it's fun. TV and it is very is. much. The dynamic is, I still still with Julia and interrupt. <laughs> you can imagine how that goes. It really works as an audio experience. And this has been Comedy Arcade. Thank you all so much for coming. Get home safe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Know. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.